Am I allowed to, am I allowed to smoke in here? At your, uh, this is your house. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here with Mr. Raul Colindres. Let me just tell you that- uh, Who's that guy? This is, um, I don't know. Who's Raul Colindres? He sounds like you're talking to my dad, bro. Raul Colindres, Mr. And I, know, and I know you're not talking to my dad because he's been dead for a year. Thanks for bringing it up. By the way, I'm very sad. I, my condolences, brother. And This would, is not a therapy session, bro. See, I'm just trying to have a good time and talk to you about what you want to talk about, Andy. And by the way, first time, long time, love you, love your show. Uh, thank you for being here, man. It's uh, an honor having you here. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are here at the 90s Color Podcast. And uh, I'm just, let me just say that uh, I want to thank you, Raul, for, for taking the time, for um, remembering the little people, man. You're, you're a man of... Uh, uh, you're you're a man of the public. You're a well, man of the people. You're, you're the biggest little person I've ever met in my life, by the way. Uh, and because this is a podcast, and they probably don't know what you look like, you are a cross between the Incredible Hulk and La Bamba. <laughs> hey, I like that. I the like the plane that. from La Bamba. That's how big he is. He's the size of a faulty jetliner. Thank you. You're welcome. And I meant the plane, not the one that Richie was on. I mean the one that his oh. dad died and his best friend got hit with in the playground. Oh my gosh, man, that's uh. Speaking yeah, that was of pretty 80s, janky. Speaking of 90s vibes, right? That was janky, yeah. Uh, La Bamba was 80s, actually. But uh, anyways, who's counting, right? Uh, First uh, rule in podcasting or broadcasting, never correct the guest. Thanks a lot, man. Oh, my gosh. Well, I, I see you more as, as a, I see you more like a brother, man. It's, I, I, you're on a different level, so I'm more com my comfort level is much, much higher than just some guest. Yeah, I hope so. I hope you're comfortable. I am. You are wearing my underwear. <laughs> Well, look, if you're ever a guest in my house, you are always uh, welcome to any of my undergarments as well as my alcohol. So are we going to do a shot of tequila before we get this thing started or what? Yes, let's do that. Or do you not normally do that because you are a responsible podcaster? This is a PG-13. And a half. And a half. Yeah. And three quarters. Eh, two so thirds. for R. Kelly, this is a party. <laughs> Hey, no, but uh, seriously, this is uh, I'm glad to, I'm glad we're here. We're we're gonna be profiling a uh, I was almost said a band. We're gonna be we're gonna get back on the um, R and B tip. You know, uh, this gentleman was uh, near and dear to my heart. I always like to say uh, near and dear to my heart because uh, I grew up to listening to this guy when I was just a little tyke. You know, about yay big. Uh, I was a lot, a lot smaller than uh, I think you said a faulty jetliner earlier, but. Um, this uh, this gentleman, uh, yeah, it goes back 30-some years now, man. Can I say uh, the interesting part about this gentleman, and I think that we'll talk about this during the podcast, is that he had two different runs in, like, the same decade. If you think about it, he had a really yeah. big run towards the end of the 80s, and then he had a crazy run in, like, the mid-90s. Yes, Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, you could say uh, early 90s also, you know, when he came out with uh, his uh, his album, uh, I'll make, uh, what is his album? Uh, I'll Give All My Love to You, 1990, actually. Um, then he came out with Keep It Coming, and then uh, Get Up On It, 94. Um, 96, Keith Sweat, self-titled. Uh, so, yeah, absolutely, man. And then, of course, is his debut album, uh, which was in uh, 1987, Make It Last Forever. Yes. Um, so that's, okay, so, um, of course, we're talking about Keith Sweat. Keith Sweat. Yes. Um, my sister, Darlene, is 10 years older than I am. And so uh, I remember Keith Sweat being on repeat in her 1986 Nissan Pulsar NX Powder Blue, by the way, with oh. a sunroof. You know, the kind of sunroof like you had to take out and put in the trunk. 
Right, right, right. <laughs> remember those? Wow. <laughs> anyway, I remember Make It Last Forever being a uh, major tune mm-hmm. um, during like uh, that time. And I remember I being, so what is that, 80? I was probably 10 years old. But then I remember later, I remember more so like in the, I remember the more 90s Keith Sweat. And I remember like uh, Twisted and right. like. Um, exactly. The one, what's the other one that he did that was really big at that point? That was, yeah, that was 96 with uh, the self-titled Key Sweat. Uh, um, yeah, Twisted was a big, big hit. And then the um, uh, Nobody. Nobody. Oh, yeah. Right. That um, that's interesting. And by the way, also very interesting to have your third album be a self-titled album. Most of the time, your self-titled album is right out the box. Yeah. What, what do you what, what do you think about that? What, 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 what do you think that is? What, what's going on there? Anything? You know, I think um, I think it was uh, that um, there had been some time. If I'm if I remember correctly, there was some time between Keith Sweat's last album and then this album. I think it was like a reintroduction to Keith Sweat. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was uh, Get Up On It came out in '94, uh, and then that self-titled was '96, so about a two-year layoff. Well, because think about this is interesting, right? Think about right. this because if his album came out in '87, right, and he's yeah. whatever age he is, this is close to ten years later, and uh, you know, for an R&B artist at that point in time, you know what I mean? That's a long time in between, you know. Yeah, how can they look at you like a heartthrob when you've aged ten years? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. You know, and I know that sounds harsh, but like this is the music business. You know what I mean? <laughs> ten years is like an eternity. Exactly. Exactly. It, um, no, that's a good point, man. It's a good point. It, uh, when you see, when you, you know, you have uh, artists. They, they, yeah, like you mentioned, their first, their debut album will be the self-titled, right? Uh, but it's interesting how he he came up with. Uh, you know, make make it last forever. Which, by the way, was produced by, you know, who it was produced by? Right? No, you don't oh, know. Was it? Was it? Um, I could take a guess because of the time. Um, was it Teddy Riley? Bingo, bingo. Yes, Teddy Riley, man. So, I, I think he had something to do with that, and everything he turns, everything he touches, turns to gold. Especially so, at that time. Yeah, like that time. Uh, what was it called? New Jack Swing. That that yes. you know, a, a sound that he created. Exactly. Um, exactly. Wow, I didn't know that he did Keith Sweat's "Make It Last Forever." Oh, and then I was it was it was the other one? I want her or something like that. Uh, I want her. Yeah, or was the, that the single from yeah. from "Make It Last Forever"? Yes, I want. I want. I want. I want. Okay, so yeah. you, what? Where were you, and what were you doing when that came out? When that um, you know, "Make It Last Forever" came out? Oh man, I was in uh, sixth grade, sixth elementary school, uh, just trying to, you know. Learn my way around the playground, man. I was, <laughs> I was still uh, a little, like I said, a little tyke. And, yeah. Uh, but you know what? It's funny because I remember those songs, listening to those songs. Uh, yeah. At that age and loving those songs, man. I was all about it, you know. Um, how many proms do you think uh, were called? Make it last forever that year. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that that'd be interesting to research, man. Right. Should, uh, a slew of millions, probably. No, I love it. I love it. Um, no, but I remember. So um, I've actually had the opportunity of uh, interviewing Keith Sweat. Really? Actually, actually a few times. So, um, yeah. So um, early on in my career, I was working at a radio station in San Francisco mm. um, called KMEL. And um, I was just a young kid. And it was during that 
um, Twisted Run. It was Twisted and like uh, I forgot what other songs were on that. So okay, um, mid nineties, isn't it right? Obviously. Yeah, that that the Keith Sweat self titled okay. album was out, and I got in the radio in ninety four. So this is what ninety five, ninety six. Okay, so now um, he comes into the studio, and a gentleman I was working with at the time named Rick Chase, uh, rest in peace. He uh, would play like different like cool beat beds uh-huh. underneath like interviews when he's talking to celebrities and whatnot. And so we're in the studio, and um, he starts playing um, the Art of Noise song uh, moments in love okay. while while we're interviewing Keith Sweat right Keith Sweat's in the room uh-huh. we're interviewing him Rick puts this bed you know the boom 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 uh, uh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, right. you know that's you know what I'm talking about, right? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, I'm available. I'm available for parties, bar mitzvahs, any sort of uh, any sort of gathering. Uh, I'm wonderful we'll, with my mouth. We'll let the people know at the end of the show, but but go ahead. Yeah. You're welcome. Um, so um, we're interviewing. We put that bed underneath, right? And you can already tell the hear the haunting like, and then he, out of nowhere, in the middle of answering a question, just goes like this: goes, "What is that?" And then Rick goes, what? What's what? He goes, (laughs) and he starts to, he starts to moan for like a minute and a half, like to the beat of the song. Uh, Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and this was in this is in New York. I think you were no, in New York. No, this is San Francisco. This, oh, was, okay. this is San Francisco, nineteen ninety seven. And 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 he's just like, <laughs> 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 and oh, it was, man. it was hilarious. Uh-huh. Um because but what it what it, what to me what that was <clears throat> is that um that's how musical he is. Okay. Like he has the music in him. Yeah. So that yeah. when he hears something that sparks something in him, he has to then like react to it be or, in it you know what i mean right. like and that's like that, that that to me showed me that like he was musical right exactly got you yeah you know what i mean right um funny to sidebar to that um a friend of mine um was the uh like uh like the camera guy on a uh, an r kelly interview okay um <laughs> and someone asked where's this going no this, I, going? this is this is the thing and it's no, just to, to explain like you know this there there are people walking this earth that just like are just musical and like music just lives in them yes. and when they when it comes out of them it's because it needs to because there's so much in them right right um jay-z is one of those people right the lyrics are always in his head lil wayne's another one uh-huh. the lyrics are always in his head he has to get them out but this uh person asked um r kelly so tell me what it was like growing up in Chicago and R. Kelly went on an hour long freestyle. What really? Singing about his childhood. Jeez. Yeah, wow. That's uh yeah. That's that's impressive. Isn't that, isn't that yeah. like amazing? Like it's amazing and crazy, like but like um, there are people out there like you know yeah. Sweat I believe is one of them that like just is the music lives inside of them. Exactly. And and it's how the universe speaks through them. You know what I mean? It's impressive, man. It's amazing to see guys like that, you know. It's just, yeah. It's just uh you can't, yeah, you can't describe it. Prince was des- like that. Oh. Well, not that I'm comparing Keith Sweat to Prince because I don't think you can. Uh, wow, well, yeah, Prince is a he's a whole different level. Right? I mean, well, he, Prince is Prince, you know, right? No, yeah. and nothing, not taking anything away from Keith Sweat. Oh, he's he's amazing. But yeah, yeah. Prince or Michael Jackson, real quick. Oh man, jeez. I and have then, an answer. I have a, I have an answer, and I have a detailed why. But I want to hear yours. I want to hear you pick. I want you to go on your. Po- I want your listeners to to hear you. Go out on a limb and take a side and say Michael well, Jackson or Prince. Well, here's the thing. I think you uh, got a gun to your head, Mike. Just, Michael it, Jackson or Prince. 
I, I have to go with, yeah, Michael Jackson. For me, it's Michael Jackson. Bro. Why? Uh, I just took to Michael Jackson from an early, early age, you know, and uh, he, he, I just have, uh, just because of that, you know, I just grew. And the same thing with Prince. I mean, I, I started listening to Prince at a very early age, but. I think Michael for me was just the you know just the dancing the 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 moonwalk the uh, Captain Neo at the Disneyland you know yeah just the, all these different things man it, if you, yeah if you're gonna put a gun in my head I want to say um, I'm gonna say Prince I mean Michael Jackson Michael Jackson but I mean I respect I, 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 I respect that um, I uh, I can see that and and it's one of those things where I can't argue it but what I can do is tell you that I um, I would go with Prince why is that. Because um, I've seen things that um, basically say that Prince um, was the best musician on any instrument than even people who had mastered that instrument. That's like a- when he played guitar, like he played guitar like Hendrix. When he played drums, <laughs> he played drums like Sheila E. Wow. <laughs> Sheila E. You know what I mean, wow. though, right? Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah. you know, that he was like, even though he worked with all these wonderful musicians, and, and that was his thing, like to surround himself with amazing musicians. Right, right. He was better than all of them at the things that they were great at. That's just insane, man. And he wrote his own songs. Yeah. He produced his own songs. He's like that girl from Coming to America. I want to write my own songs, produce my own songs. Oh, yeah. I want to act in my own video. I mean, think about this, right? Um, and then on top of that, right? Uh-huh. There was weirdness, yeah. right? There was right. weirdness, but it wasn't over the top weirdness. And apparently he was just like a really down to earth, regular dude, mm-hmm. which yeah. I think Michael was like so like untouchable. Right, right, right. Yeah, it was. You're right. No, that's a good point. That's a good. But like from a, from a performance standpoint, from a performing standpoint, I mean, man, Michael Jackson was just you know one man show, right? He was just up there doing whatever. I don't know, whatever moonwalk or whatever. That and you know, I mean, and, if if you were to if you were to list the top ten songs in the history of mankind, Michael's probably got two on there. Yeah, and but Prince is just he's. I mean. Yeah, man. Prince may be one if you want to, like, you know, really, really kind of like, you know, but uh, Michael's probably got two songs on the greatest of all times list. Yeah, <laughs> but when it when it comes to like musicianship and and playing instruments, obviously, you know, Prince is, is the man. And Michael, had Michael Quincy, can't touch them. But Michael had Quincy. Michael had Quincy. Michael had a machine. Yeah, you know what I mean. Prince yeah. had himself. Yeah, no, no, no. That's great. That's a great point, man. You know, and and think yeah. about this, right? Like, mm. think about the kind of music Prince was making in the late seventies, early eighties, like when he was doing like controversy and whatnot. Right. And then the evolution to, mm. you know, Purple Rain. You know, and then on top of that, we won't talk about Graffiti Ridge. But then after that, you know, <laughs> Diamonds and Pearls. Like, oh man! <clears throat> like the, the the evolution of Prince was was pretty you know fantastic the, 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 you know, but both very savvy businessmen in that they own their own catalogs. Wow. You know, yeah, and and, yeah. and then Michael owning half of Sony. Wow! Hey, but doesn't uh, Paul McCartney have something to do with that, or there was some? Anyway. There was. So um, it was that um, the Beatles catalog was up for sale. Okay, I think it was part of the Sony deal, and um, Paul McCartney was trying to secure that, and they had been friends forever, right? Uh, they had done two songs together. Yeah. Say say say, and um, the girl is mine. Yes, and then um, thriller, right? Yeah. So um, Paul McCartney uh, thought he was the highest bidder, and then Michael outbid him. Outbid him, and and got the and and now owns the Michael Jackson's oh. estate owns the Beatles catalog. That's a, that's crazy, bro. 
That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. But, um, before, you know what, let's take, let me, let me take, let me kind of shift gears on you. All right. Raul, uh, before we, we go on, I kind of wanted to introduce you a little bit better than what I did, man. And why don't you tell the people a little bit uh, about your background? Um, I'm just, a, just I'm a, you know, it's, you know, I'm very, I don't, I don't have an ego. So, um, really, uh, I'm a child of God walking this earth and I'm just trying to be a, uh, channel for, um, the universe to speak through me and a vessel, um, that, okay. uh, anyway, no, really. Um, so the, 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 the real cliff notes version, um, yeah. because I don't want to sound like this guy who's like, just trying to like, you know, um, you know, cause it sucks. Cause like, you know, in, in like radio, radio and broadcasting, like, you know, they always do this stupid you know, um, so tell us about yourself. Like, yeah, whenever, right. you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. you know, you, this is the most awkward, <laughs> stupid thing ever. Like, why don't you just ask me some questions and then like you can gauge who I am and what I can do. You know what I mean? Right, right. But anyway, here I am. Uh, I, um, I'm, I've been a, you know, I'm a, I've been a broadcaster for 25 years. Um, I started in 1994, as I said, yeah, at the legendary yeah. came yell in San Francisco. I say legendary because it truly, um, was an amazing place to go to high school. And learn, you know what I mean? Uh -huh. um, I started when I was 16 years old. Okay. I was there um, for five years and then um, went to Sacramento for a year to do night radio. Um, then went to a small market called uh, Monterey Salinas, a station called Kadon. Okay. And I was there for a year. Um, and then I was asked to come do mornings in Los Angeles, which is a pretty big jump. You're going from market number 75 to number one. I think that's pretty big, yeah. It's a big one. It's a big jump. So I did that, um, did pretty well in Los Angeles, and then was asked to join the Ryan Seacrest show and help with the launch of that. So I was Ryan Seacrest's third mic. Um, then after that, I went to New York um, to work at Hot 97 for a few years and launch a show called The Cypher Sounds and Rosenberg Show. Um, came back to San Francisco to do mornings um, as Rico on JV uh, show with Rico and Selena, and then retired in 2014 from full-time morning radio because by that point I had developed a uh, nationally syndicated character that airs on over 45 markets across the country and um and so i and so which is so it's carmen it's a character named carmen and um carmen is a uh, a crazy sexy latina who um carmen's calls right yes carmen's calls which airs nationally and you know you can check it out on youtube and whatnot um it's just a prank call that she uh and she has a family and she's kind of a she's kind of a crazy a crazy chick yeah, I've heard. Yeah. I've heard several. Yes, several I'm happy. I'm happy. She had a, a hit song in 2005 called "Lean Like a Chola," uh, <laughs> which right. was pretty, which was pretty, you know, big. But um, yeah, man, uh -huh. you know, um, but okay. but now I just consult. I consult, you know, radio shows and whatnot. Um, and uh, and I'm overseeing the national syndication of the Nick Cannon show. I oversee a couple other national radio shows, and um, you can find me mostly um, in the back of my Scooby Doo Mystery Machine. Uh, VW bus that I park in my garage and regularly drink tequila <laughs> and smoke <clears throat> hemp because uh, it's legal. Um, in your house, right? No, it's in the it's in my garage. In I, your gr yeah, I don't. I'm not allowed to smoke in the house. My wife. on your property though, because it's, it's well, yeah, it's on my property. I think you know. And to be honest with you, it's not a bad man cave. Oh, you have some already, or do you want more? No, I'm good. That I'm looks good. like a very small shot, dude. Um. By the way, uh, thank you to our uh, thank you unofficial sponsor Casamigos Tequila. Um, love you, George Clooney and Mr. Gerber. Asalu. Excellent. 
Yes. Um, nah, man, you got to let them hear the swallow. Um, you learn in Radio 101 that people like to hear people <laughs> eat on the, and drink on the radio. No, they hate oh, it. Oh, my goodness. They hate it. But back to Keith Sweat. Yes. It's Keith fo- Sweat. It's, here's what's so ironic about Keith but, Sweat. But thank you for you know telling us a little bit, bit about yourself. Yeah, and, thank you, man. You know. You can ask me questions as we go. Yes. About the whole radio gig. Because I'm really, actually, you know, um, I was going to say, the funny part about Keith Sweat, which is ironic, uh-huh. is that Keith Sweat is known for sweating. He sweats a lot. Is that right? Yeah, which is kind of interesting, Hence isn't it? Keith Sweat. Yeah. No, I don't know. If, I don't know which came first. You know what uh, I mean? Because uh-huh. like, that'd be kind of rude if, like, someone was like, you know what, man? You sweat a lot. Keith, you sweat. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> No, that's not. I don't think that's how it went. I think he called no, like he sweat, and then his body went through some changes, and all of a sudden he started to sweat. Um, but no, so uh, Andy and I are are former neighbors and yes. and and friends. Uh, and I, when I first met you, you weren't. This wasn't a part of your life. No, no. This is. Uh, I think, but you uh, inspired me a little bit, man. Oh yeah, yeah. I think Why? Because I saw uh, someone who was, uh, you know. Taking life by 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 the reins, man, and you were doing what you wanted to do, yeah. doing what you love, and I said, you know what, I, I need to jump on that. I need to if I'm I'm gonna take action now, and yeah, you know, I've always been, um, uh, you know, I did, I've done some acting in the past, I did a little my I had my little mad TV appearance and what have you, but and that's something that's always been, um, I've always had an appreciation for, you know, the arts. You know, in general, yeah. the the behind the scenes of, you know, the production of how uh, things get done, you know, and uh, it, it's just, uh, you know, the talent, the, the, the skill set someone needs to to uh, possess to, um, you know, to make a production to anything, whether you're writing a song, a movie, you're producing yeah. a movie, et cetera, et cetera. You got to want to talk about it, though. Yeah, ex- exactly. Saying? That's the trick. Right. You gotta wanna you gotta wanna talk about it. You gotta wanna present it. You gotta wanna tell the story like you're talking about, like in theater and the arts and whatnot. Like if you don't really wanna tell the story, then don't even attempt because it's yeah. it's not gonna come out good. Right. You know what I mean? Especially right. with this, right? So in this realm of, you know, broadcasting and podcasting and, you know, using your voice and audio, right? Like that's uh-huh. um uh, the best piece of advice I can give anyone um is that words are vibrations. Okay. Um, and you okay. know, even yeah. though people may, you know, even though what you're saying is right, if they're not feeling it, yeah, right, then, then, then it, then it doesn't exist. You know what I mean? Then you're, then you become passive listening. There's not passion. Yeah. You know, there's no passion in people. It's just you're there. You're just a. You're you're like um. You're like the salt and pepper shaker at a, at a on a diner table. Like you're just there. Just there. Yeah. You know you right. got flavor, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> someone only uses you when when they need it, right? Exactly. It, it, right. Sporadically. Yeah. You're not the main dish. Exactly. Um. And that's you know. And but that's why like I and it's funny because we would always just talk on the block. We would have these stupid yeah. arguments. Yeah. And, and I call them stupid because there's absolutely no reason why on the Fourth of July we should be arguing. <laughs> about who was better jimmy jam or terry lewis or uh or 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 um or um or quincy or Qu- no um what's his name um we just mentioned him too um oh my goodness the guy uh, new jack swing oh teddy riley teddy yeah. riley you know what i mean like mm. stupid arguments like that who, yeah. who knows anyway but the, hey, that's that's where the conversations were going and that's cool man hey uh but no back to mr sweat Back to Mr. Sweat. And, um, you know, we, he's on the radio. Yes, you were telling me earlier. He off, does a off nightly syndicated show. Mm. Yeah, and, and that's uh, nationally syndicated? Yeah. I think it's called like, uh, um, 
I think something like you know night sweats or something. I don't remember. Uh, but. And real quick, I want to mention you. You did a podcast about a year ago. Yeah, right, called the Mystery Men Show. Right. Yeah. Don't tell anybody. I won't. Thank you. Yeah. But uh, how? How did the, how was that uh, the experience, man? Uh, that was cool. Um, you know, podcasting is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I just you know it's it's um, so I'll give you some statistics. Um, there are yes, there are over you know two hundred and fifty thousand podcasts. I th- I thought there were more, bro. There are. But yeah. I'm saying there there are over that, right? I'm just being generous. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, the yes. thing though is is that um, more than half of those are dead podcasts. Yeah, not they haven't been updated in at least I see a year, mm. right? So mm. they're not. It's not really that many, right? Yeah. And then the the main thing is consistency, right? Like there's got to be, you know, you got to re- if you say that you're going to release one on Tuesday every Tuesday, you got to do it. You got to release one every Tuesday. You know what I mean? Right. Um, consistency is very important. Um, for me, um, it was just really tough getting all of our schedules to align. Uh huh. And I'm, I'm, I've already was, I already have other things that I'm like doing that. Like, yeah, you're a busy man. It doesn't require three people who are also very busy, like two other people <laughs> to like, you know, align their schedule. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then also, uh, the reason that we stopped doing it was that, um, I, uh, remember I took my family on the road for like a, yeah. almost a year. Like we hit the road for a year in an, in an RV and like, uh, you guys were nomads for we a while. We were nomads. Man. We were just living the life, man. Uh, <laughs> in awesome. search, in search of California's best weed. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, 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 no. And see, and look oh, and man. see, and those choices led me here uh-huh. on, uh, on this podcast for no money with what? a guy, um, who I used to argue with on fourth of July. <laughs> So uh, here we are. I'm making the right moment. moves, guys. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what, man? Uh, here we are. Yeah, I mean, in this very moment, and uh, but uh, yeah, Mr. Sweat, man. Yeah, Mr. Sweat. He and so in 1996, we're talking about his self-titled uh, album. You know, I remember listening I remember, to that album. Yeah, I remember 1996 uh, very, very vividly. I was in Seattle. I was partying in Seattle. Well, pretending I was partying. I, I, I couldn't. I was still underage. Were you in the military? Yeah, I was in the Navy. In Seattle? And, uh, actually, outside of Seattle, Bremerton, Puget Sound Naval Shipyard. So I was there from 94 through 97. But I, oh. yeah. So I was there. You know, we'd go out to the 18 and over clubs, right? Um, so, <laughs> and they, they were jamming key sweat, man. Back then, you know, oh, yeah, twisted was a big hit. I remember. And, uh, uh, but yeah, keep, man. That'll be interesting. Yeah. To so, see, uh, we're going to ask our producer. Hey, Siri. I didn't. Hey, Siri. Um, <laughs> what were the biggest hits of 1996? Here is some peaks. What did she say? Oh, hold on. She hey is- Siri, what are the biggest music songs of 1996? Macarena Bayside Boys released Mac- by Los Del Rio was number one back then. In 1996, huh? Macarena. The Macarena was number one here. I'm gonna just type. This Lo- is why Siri sucks, man. Los Del Rio. Sorry. No, no, no. It, it, and it's I- funny that Tyga has a song uh, called Macarena right now. That's right. I heard, that I heard about that. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not too familiar with the contemporary artists of the day, uh, especially in in. Uh, oh, right now. Yeah, you know, uh, in in that arena, in that genre. 
But um, what in what arena are we speaking of? Uh, would you uh, hip hop, right, or rap? I guess you would. Why do you have to say it like? What are you? What are you? What are you? A, just, uh, are you, a objectively senator? Objectively speaking, <laughs> do you want a parental advisory sticker I, on the front no. of all? It's not. It's listen. Don't be an old guy. Don't be the old guy in the room, please. No, 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 no. I mean, I'm being, I'm being technical. This is the problem I have with us. Look, man. Um, uh, I love you guys. I love, uh, and I'm part of the old school. But I just want you guys to understand something, okay? It's not like all of our music was good either, okay? <laughs> A lot of the stuff that we listened to back yeah. then was garbage, yeah, no. okay? Come on, man. Right, I hear you. Cut us some, cut these kids some slack, man. They like just as much. <laughs> there's just more horrible music because there's more people making it, and there's more songs. So it right. seems like there's more. No, no, no. There was just as much horrible music back in the '80s and '90s. There, there, there was some bad stuff, of course, man. And, and every every genre has, you know, nothing is perfect, right? No, oh. no genre is perfect. So Keith Sweat Twisted was the number ten song in 1996, according to Billboard's Hot 100. Okay, when that meant something, when that actually meant like you had to. Buy oh yeah a CD it, single. <laughs> it's different now, right? I mean, with yeah. the, with you know the hits being downloaded, etc., or plays, listens. You know, back then, yeah, you had to sell tangible units, right? Yeah, this is fun. All right, so number ten, that's great. That number ten was twisted by Keith Sweat because uh, the number nine song of 1996 is number nine. Number nine is. Uh, I think Bone Thugs and Harmony. Uh, Ooh, very good guess. No, that's number seven. Number okay. nine is You're Making Me High by Tony Braxton. Oh, my goodness. Number wow. eight was Donna Lewis, I Love You Always Forever. Like I said, oh, The wow. Crossroads by Bone Thugs and Harmony, number seven. See, exactly. I Love You Always Forever is the number eight song of freaking 1996. You think that was a good song? History has not been kind to that song. Oh, my goodness. What song is that again? Uh, I Love You Always Forever by Donna Lewis. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. Exactly. Yeah, interesting. Crossroads, Bone Thugs and Harmony was number seven. Okay. Um, Tracy Chapman, Give Me One Reason was number oh, six. That's a good song, man. It is a good song. You know? And I think around the same time she had a song with Eric Clapton called Change the World. She was in that song? She, I, don't, I don't recall. I know the song. Uh, by Eric Clapton. You're gonna, you're not, you're not gonna make me sing on here, bro. I hope so. Oh, you're trying to. I see what you're doing. You have that really like, um, you have that old school like. Uh, you sound like Peebo Bryson. Peebo Bryson. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say Peebo. Uh, um, number five. Uh, always be my baby, Mariah Carey. Oh my yeah, yeah. I remember really well. Really well. I remember yeah. the video very well. She's wearing tight jeans and a black shirt tied up, and she was on a swing over a lake. Right. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying the visual right now as it's passing my brain. Is it, What's that on my knee? Number four. <laughs> uh, <laughs> top ten songs Did in 1996. Uh, uh, the Tony Rich Project, Nobody Knows. Oh, wow. No, uh, wow. Keep going, keep going. Number three, Celine Dion, Because You Loved Me. Yo, why no one remembers Celine Dion like a big deal anymore? Celine she Dion. Had, she, had, she had hits. Yeah, she did, man. The number two song. This is she ridiculous. Did. This is ridiculous. How can this be number two behind? All right, first of all, we already said what number one was, right? Remember, I think Siri told us that it was the Macarena, right? It was the number right. one song. Right. The number two song of 1996. You already said Tony Braxton. Um, no, number two now. I, I know. So it can't be that. Go ahead, man. 
One Sweet Day by Mar- Mariah Carey and Boys oh, to Men. Oh, the collaboration. Was, that's a great song. That's a though. great song. But why isn't it number one? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, but the thing is, is that song's played at every funeral. Macarena's playing it at every wedding. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's true, man. Oh, jeez. What a list. That's a good list. That is a Bro. good That is a good list. By the way, do you go by Raul or Rico? I go by Rico. But what do I call you? have been calling me Raul this whole time. I don't know why. I'm going to stay consistent. So. Nah, man. So you like yeah. <laughs> oh man. So but well, yeah, yeah. That's an that's a great list, man. That's a great list. Oh, but so so 96, I think you you were mentioned you mentioned you were in uh I was actually a senior in high school. Oh, 90s. Okay. I was all I was already in 94. I was already like working at the radio station. Uh-huh. Um but I was a senior in high school. And um <laughs> 96 is yo, 96 is a very um interesting year. Mm-hmm. Uh, for music, because I think it's like uh, it's like the year that um, you could be a you could like as a per- like you know like us right like when we're like when I was in high school you could like like rap like Tupac yeah oh yeah right? and and like you would see like white kids who skate like also like Tupac exactly and Wu Tang Clan I remember ex- I remember Wu Tang Clan changed everything oh man I remember it's... when the white kids listened to freaking rock music and punk music and then yeah. like the brown and black kids we listened to rap and then that was kind of how it went and then all of a sudden Wu Tang came along and like the skater kids everybody yeah started loving Wu Tang and yeah. it was like yo you cool Josh yeah right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Wu Tang was uh yeah they were just, uh, you know, they broke the, uh, I don't know, the, the barriers, right? Or so the, think about this, right? So think about, like, I want to I just, like, point something out for 1996. Uh-huh. Um, you have people like Whitney Houston at the top of the charts. Okay. You have a, a hip-hop boy band in Bone Thugs and Harmony uh, at the top of the charts. You have a gangster rapper who had done time in prison for a sexual assault. With a tattoo that says Thug Life on his stomach, wow. who had been shot previously at the top of the charts in Tupac. Yeah. You had a Canadian who was married to her dad. Oh. And Celine Dion. Jeez. You had Eric Clapton, a rock <laughs> god from the 60s, all at the top of the charts. You had artists like Jewel at the top uh, of the wow. charts. R. Wow. Kelly. Like, the, this is what's, what, what I'm getting at is that, like, the mid-90s uh, for music, uh, think of, the, think of, a, of a more eclectic time in music where I, there's any sort of, like, you know, like there's all these different artists and type right. of artists. Different uh, diversity, such diversity, man. I, I don't know. I can't. I don't know. The Smashing Pumpkins. I mean, you want to get into that too? I mean, yeah, there it was a broad range of of uh, you know music going on. I mean, that, that's why I do the show, Raul. Nineties galore. Hey, well, what was you your know? vibe though? Like, so what? What were you into? Like in the nineties? Like. Oh. What, like what was like like the 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 one, like one not song but like you know album or whatever that you listen to nonstop. The, I totally no with what you just said the way uh, you described that it totally sums it up for me because I I was uh I listened to everything man I didn't have that one I wasn't just like a guy who listens to hip hop that's that's it no no I had I had uh, a little bit of uh, you know rock you know old I loved oldies back in high school oh a big time you know lowrider oldies and stuff like yeah. old school I was highly into that do you uh, think this is the last generation of people that understand uh, lowrider oldies oh wow I, you know what I, I, I don't know what does your son the, your son is what 19 18 18, 18. Does, 18. Does, he, does he care about 
Lowrider oldies? It's a great question, but I would venture to say probably not. That's probably scary, not. huh? Yeah. yeah Isn't that sad? Like, good point. Like, who's passing the Lowrider oldies on to their kids? Yeah, right. Right. I don't know, man. It's, uh, I mean, it's, they're, you know, they're, they're, those those kids are out there, right? <laughs> if you ask the nineteen-year-old, what's the, you know, uh, name a stylistic song, they're gonna be like, "What's no. a stylistic?" Yeah, what's that? Who's that? You know, what is that? Right. What, what app is that? Right. They're gonna ask you, "Is that an app?" <laughs> you know. So I, yeah, man. But no, I, I listen to a little bit of everything, man. That's why I, I love the '90s so so much. But what would you say? What the, would you have categorized yourself as? Were you like a jock, or were you like? I was. A, yeah. I, I would, Yeah. Exactly. You were a jock. jock yeah. Yeah, I was a jock, but I, you know, I got along with everybody. I hung out with everybody, um, so I just related to a bunch of different things. You know, you know maybe was, that was the thing though. Like that's what's interesting, right? So like with with all those different types of artists and people. Oh snap! No, that was earlier than that. Remember, like when you can like make mix CDs. Was that later? Oh, was that around that time, or I, is it still talking tapes at that time? No, it was there were CDs, CDs for sure. CD mix CDs was was big. Yeah. Remember oh. with the you buy a sharpie and like write like whatever songs were on the mix CD and right. then like you give it to people. I think yeah. maybe that was Yeah, cuz that's around the time of like Napster and all that. Yeah, like, 93, 94, 95, you know. That's a trip. First 5 years of the 90s, you know. That was uh Yeah. But um but no, you know, I didn't I didn't really pigeonhole myself on. I was pretty, you know, eclectic and diverse when i went to the uh and you know, when i went to the navy again man i was hanging out with everybody i just got along with everybody a bunch of different crowds you know so and then i got into music uh, a lot more even you know as i got older in the navy you know allison chains everything from you know Soundgarden to you know again you know oldies and and uh um rage against the machine you know all that stuff um even like uh, some country, you know, Hank Williams Jr. Uh, so, you know, I love everything, man. I love everything. Yeah, you're you're pretty much like that, right? Yeah, I, I like a lot of. I like. I I just like. Uh, I like music for my mood. I like to like really. Oh yeah. I like love to match music to my mood. Yeah. Um. Like so, it'll it'll vary. Like you know, from from whatever, from hip hop to to anything. You know. Right. Um. But uh. Did you know that Keith Sweat was born on July 22nd, 1961? I didn't know that was his birthday, no. Did you know his middle name is Douglas? Douglas, yeah. And Sweat is his uh, real name, right? Sweat? Oh, my God. So it was God that had a sense of humor. <laughs> uh, <laughs> born in Harlem. Born in Har Harlem, 1961. So he's almost 60 now, man. You know what song we forgot? What? I'll give all my love to you. Oh, remember we that? Did, we, we didn't even really get into his, his singles, man. I'm, you know, we didn't give it justice. We got to do his justice, man. You know, what, what's your favorite album? Uh, you know, between I, I wasn't really first... an album dude. Like I wasn't the guy that would like listen to an album uh -huh. from track one to track. Um, uh -huh. But if I were, but I were gonna say like you know the one that meant the the ones that meant the most to me were Twisted and um, okay. and Nobody because that that was like my. Um, senior year in high school yeah. and i remember like having crushes on girls and like you know what i mean like hearing those songs and being like god i wish i had you know, the courage <laughs> to tell her she's pretty <laughs> oh man yeah instead yeah. i just would like you know pick up on the sophomores um <laughs> it was easier that way folks it was just easier uh he worked as a it, night stock boy at macy's department store right right yeah man he's, he's uh, he was in a brokerage firm and then uh on the new york stock exchange um apparently so um 
and I guess he was a supervisor for uh, or something like that. I'd like to speak to your supervisor, please. Yeah, I, I, can I please speak to your supervisor? Advisor. And then it's Keith Sweat comes Mr. out. Sweet. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, exactly, man. Gosh, he's so musical, right? He is musical. Yeah, so. Man, but he he came, he came up in the uh, mid seventies. Man, he started his uh, with a uh, his career with a band called uh, Jamila, J A M I L A H, in nineteen seventy five. Wow! And uh, that's where he started. Yo, man. I'm not trying to be ageist or anything like that, but let's let's do some math real quick, okay? So if he was born in sixty one, so when forty five, what forty five years, right? What are you ago? Is that where you're gonna figure it out? Yo, Doug, I don't know what kind of math they taught you in the Navy. <laughs> Maybe you're talking I, about knots or something, but no, um, no, it wouldn't be 41. To what? No, I was 45 years. Of, from 1975 to now. Anyways, go ahead. No, what are you talking about? You're throwing numbers out. You're a horrible accountant. No, I'm, I'm 44. I'll be 44 this year. I was born in 76. You, you wait, I, just was, I was doing different math. Okay. He was born in 1961. Right. Okay. His first hits were in 1986, 87. Oh, I see. Right. All right. right. So he was 26. Mm, yeah. Right. So then when he when Twisted came out 10 years later, he was 36. 30, that's crazy. Can, that yo, he well, that wasn't that old. That's not that old. No, no, he exactly. You know. But uh but you figure in 1975 when he was 15. Right? Yeah. 14, 15 years old, man. He he started super young. You know? Oh, that's interesting. So, oh, by the way, his uh his <laughs> his the name of his radio show is called The Sweat Hotel. The Sweat Hotel, yeah. I don't yeah. want to go there. I'm not I wanna stay there. I wanna see the Yelp reviews on the Sweat Hotel. That's not no. He he the was, sheets are all wet. <laughs> no. He was blessed with that name, man. I mean, he was just destined to be he sweat, right? There's no wa the water bottles are filled with his sweat. <laughs> sweat water. What? Oh, man. I don't want that. Yeah, so he's uh, he's had a, quite a run, man. Quite a run, Mr. Sweat. But how was he when you, uh, you interviewed him? He was always very cool. And, you know, in fact, later on in my career, remember I worked over here at the uh, Hot 92 Jams. Uh, it was a 92.3 here in Los Angeles. Yes. And it was like a, an oldie. It was like an oldies. Like we had Art LeBeau on at night. You know what I mean? But like it, we mm. played like um, you know some today's hits and like you know old school R and B. Of course, of course. Right. It was a really cool station. You know what I mean? Um, so we had like these concerts every few months that like had like all the old school acts, whether it be like Brenton Wood and like you know yeah, yeah, Roger yeah. and Zap, and then come on, man, the Nasty Boy Click, bro, or like uh, <laughs> or like uh, the NB Riders, bro. Uh huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> I want to get lost in love with you. Anyway, <laughs> so, um, no, but I, I remember, like, you know, um, those shows, and so he would, he would, and Smokey Robinson and stuff like that, so yeah. oh. um, he would do those shows frequently. He would come out and do those shows, and uh -huh. people liked to see him. It was, so it would it always be like shows like Keith Sweat. BBD. Uh, oh <laughs> you know my I mean? goodness, like, Belle Johnny Bill. Gill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like those kind of, and then that's like, good stuff, man. No, those are, they still have those shows nowadays. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. I got to get to one. There's a market for them. Yeah, man. I saw boys. I saw boys to men a couple years ago. They just sang the national anthem. Right. Oh yeah. Speaking of which, yeah. At the um, NFC championship. Yeah, right? AFC championship, right? Or NFC? NFC. NFC. Got AFC is the Chiefs. So. But uh, yeah, you're a big Niners fan. That's right. Hey, congratulations, by the way. Uh, don't yeah. comment on my size. 
Um, <laughs> I'm on the low carb diet. Um, I've actually been getting meals from uh, our other neighbors. Um, was the oh name Matt. Matt Matt and Angelina? Yeah, yeah. Matt Matt's gonna do the the nineties glory podcast soon. Is he? Yeah, what does he want to talk about? You know what? We're gonna we we haven't decided that. No, you know? I think you mentioned Green Day. Maybe um, Ooh, Green, Green Day or Day. Offspring. Yeah. Green Day from Berkeley, California, man. Right, right. Oh, your neck of the woods, yeah. Yeah, I loved, no, I loved Green Day. Green Day was actually um, on my radar. Uh-huh. Again, 90s. Yeah, oh, exactly. Uh, mid, Early, mid-90s, yeah, 93, man. 93, 94, man, yeah. yeah. I, I don't want to steal any thunder, but I will just say this about Green Day. Um, so awesome that they wrote a song hmm. um, to basically tell the punk community to F off. Um, really? But is like a s- slow song. Is that which one was that? Because that's so punk. Because it's not a punk song. So understand, it's, gotcha. it's so punk. Yeah. By, it's a punk by, move, by, right? By, it's a punk move. Right. Yes. It, yes. It's a super punk move. Uh-huh. It's so punk, it's like fucking. Sorry. It's <laughs> punk. It's so, it's so not punk, it's punk anyway. Yeah, no, no. no. It's, uh, yeah. I didn't know that. Didn't it's kind of like a, when a, you know, a baby is so ugly, it's cute. Oh, uh, right, right, right. <laughs> I meant a but, dog, by the way. <laughs> I, I, baby. I remember you told me a story about um, Tony, 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 Rafael Sadi. Oh, he threatened to kill me. And you were serious about that. I promise you this. I, you think, man, look, my mouth has gotten me into several fist fights. Trust I, I, me, okay? Because I find you know, that hard to believe. Oh, man. trust me, man. You don't open. You don't open this. You know. You don't. You don't. You know. Write these checks with this mouth, and then you know your ass not be able to cash them. Uh, right, I'm not right. saying I'm look. Uh-huh. look I'm not saying I'm Conor McGregor. I'm just saying <laughs> that people have wanted to kick my ass from what I've said in my life okay. several times. Gotcha. So I have no fear of it, right? I'm uh, like, okay, look, you know. You've been it, in a situation it, before, it, right? It pays the bills. God dang it. I'm going to keep doing it. Um, you know, uh, and, and, gotcha. there's great, and there's great medical. So, you know, if my, I do get my ass kicked, I'm going to be, oh, you, you know. You're, you're covered, right? Vacation. Yeah. Um, so, so I'm on the air, um, and I do this character that... Um, that is a woman, right? Okay. And um, I basically said that Raphael Sadiq doesn't doesn't want a woman, can't handle a woman like me. Okay. You know what I mean? He probably it's you know, and there's probably <laughs> a reason for that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, because if he's not attracted to me, he must be gay. In a like a way of like you know like. <laughs> Like a, like something horrible a woman would say. It, like it was a misunderstanding. It's kind of like oh she must oh she's not into me oh she must be gay. You know oh, what I mean? Oh gotcha. It's kind gotcha. of okay. what Carmen was saying. I was saying I'm so beautiful uh. that if he's not into me, then he must be gay. Right. right. Which got translated into I said he's gay. Oh okay. And so um and mind you. This means nothing nowadays because if you call someone gay on the air, it's like, you know, it's like, it's not a, it's not a big deal because right. it's not that world anymore. Right. Exactly. You know, um, we've all kind of evolved from that. Right. Yes. Yes. No doubt. But, but anyway, um, he didn't like that. And I'm look, this is how serious it got. Uh, uh-huh. the governor of hip hop sway, uh-huh. you know, your sway, sway's yeah. universe, sway and yes. tech, sway and tech yeah. had to broker broker with Raphael uh-huh. Sadiq's people, quote end quote, people in Oakland, right? Right, okay. Um one, this- not to harm me, Jeez. and two, to allow me to allow me to continue doing my nightclub gig at a place called Sweet Jimmy's in Oakland. Oh wow. That that was, so that was part of the uh, negotiation Yo, or like this yeah, like this was going to like they like 
they were like looking for me. If wow. if like if cooler heads had not prevailed, you know what I mean? Like it was that serious. It, were you were you was, nervous? Is, oh yeah, this uh, one yes because you know um, from 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 what I understand, Rafael Sadiq is a is an Oakland treasure. Uh, uh, okay, um, yeah, and let's he has just, a key to the city and all that. Let's just say, as beautifully as he dances and sings, uh, he ain't no dancing singing. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, like, yeah. Like I think people have a misconception of like like MC Hammer, right? MC Hammer can dance with the best of them, right? MC Hammer happens to belong to a family that like <laughs> you don't want to mess with. Yeah. You don't want to mess with. You, you know don't want to make them angry. You don't like <laughs> and and don't test MC Hammer either because he's no joke either. You know wow, what I mean? And so right. I think that I mistook. Uh-huh. I think I missed I mistook you know the singing and dancing for being able to like you know talk mess about people and and then you know they don't like that too much and so um so that was that was a lesson learned there i guess oh well i mean how about this um how about you never know who's listening and you never know who's going to take offense to what they hear yeah um so that's kind of that's yeah definitely a lesson but i don't think i you know i was too young at that time to really like stop being reckless about what i said <laughs> no because i remember yeah. one time i was um i was at a rate like i told you i was at a radio station in uh in monterey called kadon right and um i had talked reckless about this so there was this girl there was, there was this girl um that like um she was she was a pretty girl kind of um and uh she took kind a like of. she took a liking to me okay. only like um one of the guys that she was like also dealing with was like a bouncer at the club that I would go and like do stand up comedy at okay and so um i said something on the air of like i said something on the air about like uh you know like Something to the effect of bouncers, like, you know, you, you give somebody a shirt that says security and all of a sudden he's a, you know what I mean? Like, he's a, he's a, he's a cop, you know what I mean? Right. He's a tough guy, he's like a freaking, like he wants to have this authority issue, right? Like, yes. it's kind of like, you know, you give somebody a clipboard and all of a sudden they're like, ah, right, 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 you're yeah. not on the list. Uh, it's like, right. calm down, Pam. <laughs> I understand that, like, your normal life ain't that dope, but, like, you don't have to take out that aggression on me. Right. Um, Power tripping, uh. So uh, I said something on like on the air about that, right? And so he thought I was talking about him. So when I come out oh. of the fucking, so when I come out of the club to see my car at a convertible at the time, uh-huh. the top is like cut. <laughs> Jeez, what? Yeah, my convertible top is cut. He sliced it. I don't know. I mean, or, wow. Where's security? When you where's security when you need them? Wow, interesting, man. What city was this in? Uh, Salinas, Monterey, Salinas. That, this occurred in Monterey, Salinas? Yeah. Which well, is or funny. in Monterey. It, it was in Monterey. It, Monterey. I'll tell you exactly where. Oh, wait. So you were in the Navy, right? Monterey Aquarium? The area? No, so, yeah. So kind of, so Cannery Row. Yeah, can, yeah. Cannery Row. Did you ever, were you ever stationed over there? No, no? but okay. I've been there. I've been. So there know. used to be a place called Planet Gemini. Okay. And it was on Cannery Row. Very, very famous place on Cannery Row. Many, many babies were made there. Wow. Um, it was, it, it was where up until about god i'd say eight years ago okay you can you could go see stevie b do a club night wow really stevie b uh-huh. <laughs> i like that man it's the kind of place where um <laughs> it's just the it's just the oddest <laughs> it's the oddest but it used to be the oddest place i've it's the it's to this day the one of the oddest experiences of my life um, George Lopez used to come by Is that right? and do wow. stand-up comedy. Carlos Mencia, Joe Coy, like all these. I, I, I developed friendships with all these guys from from that place. Um, 
Wow. What? Fluffy Gabriel Iglesias would come yeah, by. So yeah. like, and I they closed it him. down, huh? Well, they, yeah. Or yeah. whatever doesn't exist anymore. Planet God. Gemini? Yeah, I have stories from that place, man. Wow. I mean, that sounds like a, a lot of fun, man. It was a lot of fun. It was it was it was uh it was in my early twenties. Yeah. So like it was too much fun. Wow. Yeah. It was too so, much fun. And you were like, this is be pre pre married days, right? I think. This is pre married days, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So And if it's not, um it is. It was. Right. No, I wasn't married yet. I promise. <laughs> no one's gonna listen. I mean she's who's gonna, gonna do the math, right? Yeah. I don't think she's gonna listen to this, man. What do you mean? What? You don't think she'd support me and listen to her husband on a podcast? Of course, man. Come on, man. But, you know, she's, anyways. You know? How many babies <laughs> do you think were made to Keith Sweat songs? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh. That's two generations, too. Right. It's a lot of babies, man. A lot of babies. Yeah. So, you know. What about it when he came out on um, New Jack City? Remember when he was in, uh, not, he was performing at the wedding there. Oh, was and, he? Uh, yeah. Remember that scene? And that's when the uh, the Italian guys came by and they shot up the wedding. The 90s are crazy, dude. Going after Nino Brown. I want to do that movie, man. 91. New Jack City. And uh, you remember Guy, the band Guy? Uh, Teddy Riley's band with Aaron Hall. And, uh, Can I tell you something? Oh, maybe. I don't I don't want to say it. What's that? There was one thing that, because um, <clears throat> I've interviewed those guys too. Oh, is that right? Because remember Aaron Hall went on a so had a solo career yes and he had that song about the girl dying i miss you yeah i, I miss you yeah. yeah no that's a great song that's my era man that's my that's all me right there senior so, year of high school so there are certain things cheers okay so there are certain quirks that you kind of notice in people when you interview them that like because remember when you see celebrities on tv and like you see them sing on tv and do interviews and stuff like that all that stuff is like rehearsed right like yes they're, they're not getting a question that they didn't expect coming you know what i mean like <laughs> so when, right. when you meet them uh, you know and then like um you realize that they're just normal people yeah they're just yeah. regular ass people that you know um with extraordinary have, jobs have quirks right like aaron hall uh-huh had a tremendous stutter is that right yeah wow when you're interviewing them right like you yeah you go oh that's odd right but when he sings it doesn't happen. Right. Exactly. Yeah, man. Yeah, all the, you know, that's a great band. Guy, you know, yeah. Teddy Riley, uh, New Jack's, you know, that New Jack swing. And Guy was era. was uh, Teddy Riley, right? Yeah. Aaron Hall and then the two other guys. And uh, Aaron, uh, Aaron Hall, Damien, uh, I don't know his last, remember his last name, uh, but it was those, it was a trio, basically. Yeah. You know, but uh, it, when I think of those guys too, man, along those lines is... Uh, um, the guy who I'm, who I, I'm gonna, I need to do a show on is uh, I'll be sure. Um, who also has a radio show? Yeah, who I've a, also met. Is that right? And yeah, because he's written many, countless yeah. songs, right? That no. for others. Anyways, yes. go ahead. No, yes, he has, um, and he does radio now. He has a um, right a, a, a show. I forgot what it's called, but. Yes, I heard. I've heard of uh, a couple of his recent but interviews. He, he was doing. Um, he did the show after mine on Hot ninety two Jams in L A. Yeah, he was the uh, the midday show oh, that he got wow. on at ten o'clock. So he would right. come in. My goodness, I, he would come in, and then I would get off the air, and he would come right in after me. Yeah, and so uh, we would cross back, and we would talk and whatnot, and like. Um, I mean, and and by the way, fun fact about Albie Shore: when you do do your show, uh-huh. um, 
his son his, is with Kim Porter, uh-huh. who is Diddy's right former. I mean, she passed away. God rest her soul. But was Diddy's baby's mother? Okay. Yeah, I remember he uh, mentioned that, or no, from what I read, it's his son, I'll be sure, but raised by Diddy, Diddy right? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I exactly. I've heard of that. I, I, well, I read that. and But as I started thinking, uh, wow, I wonder how that came to be, you know, but uh, maybe, you know, something. Oh, man, maybe I, you can provide I, some I, insight. I could take you to a club where I could show you <laughs> how that came to be. Jeez. <laughs> Oh, it's a small man. world, man. Yeah, it really. It's is. a small world, and you have to understand like the mindset of a lot of people who are successful. They feel like they can have anything that they want, including, you know, um, lovers. Mm. <laughs> yeah, no, it, no. I'm serious. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's, it, you know, it's just how it kind of goes, right? Uh, right I mean, right. it's a, it's a highly uh, sex and music kind of go together. Yeah, right, right. You know. Especially with the, you know, you listening to, uh, yeah, yeah. anyways. Right, keep- I was going to say leather pants because both had worn leather <laughs> pants in videos. Yeah. And women, for some reason, love the leather pants. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. You, th- you start thinking about uh, the hair bands, right? And the, all those guys, you what? know. You got into. You get into poison and. Uh, Do you think the carpet matches the drapes in on, in poison and the hair bands and like they had like oh, crazy geez. like aqua netted teased out crotches. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I, I loved uh, I loved uh, Keith Sweat's um, music. Um, yeah, for it's sure, a good vibe. Man. It's a good vibe, I, and um, and <laughs> um, I think that um, he. Could he exist today? In like, could an artist like that be out today? Like Keith Sweat? I don't know, man. I don't know. It's just, it's a whole different world, a whole different. It is right. Era. I. It, could, so okay. So here's what I. Here's my thing, right? Uh, yeah. Um. Do you remember like there were people like um, sh- yes, um, like Aretha Franklin. Oh, of course. Like she had hits in the eighties. Uh yeah, I know. And then in the 90s with Lauren Hill. Yeah. Right? Unbelievable. Like, there's no way an Aretha Franklin... There's We don't have an Aretha Franklin in pop music nowadays. No, no. I, maybe Mariah maybe Mariah Carey? I don't know. I mean, for, you know, crossing over different decades like that? Yeah, I don't know. That's it, interesting. It, Mariah, yeah. Well, no, Mariah hasn't really seen much success this decade. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, Except but, for... um. Touch my body. Right. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that, man. I, know you, I remember the video. Though, she answers the door. And that little, uh, uh, that little uh, nerdy kid answers the door. and He's all uh, surprised, man. But uh, Raul, man, I want to thank you for, for joining the 90s Galore podcast. It's been a pleasure. And... You know, you're welcome back anytime, man. You're welcome back anytime. I appreciate that. No, thank you for having me. Um, it was really fun. I haven't done this in a while. I haven't like uh, just freeform talked on a microphone in a long time. I'm usually just like you know recording little segments and tidbits and whatnot. Right, right. No, but I think I, I, I appreciate you coming out of your podcast retirement. Oh, nice. Thank you. you know, so to speak. And thank uh, you. no, man. I'll uh, shower next time. Yes, please do. So that I don't oh, that's smell. what the, so that I, yeah, that's that. That's, that's that. what it's well, been. Well, because you told me it was a Keith Sweat podcast, I thought I'd be I'd come in musty. Oh, I see. wow! You really get into uh, like characters. Yeah, absolutely, like that. I'm a character actor. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, but uh, you know who d- loves Keith Sweat? My wife loves Keith Sweat. Is that right? Yeah. 
She used to be a skating DJ, and she used to do like couple skate, and then she used to play Twisted, which I never understood because that's the last place you want to get twisted is on skates. Yeah, you don't want to get stuck, you know, doing, you you don't want to get injured. Yeah. But uh, again, man, thank you so much for all of you 90s Galore podcast listeners. I want to thank you for tuning in tonight, and um, Please remember to subscribe to the 90s Galore podcast on Apple Podcasts, uh, Anchor, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Please subscribe. Like me on uh, Instagram at 90s Galore underscore Galore. Leave me a voice message Leave on, uh, on uh, Apple Podcasts, by the way. I'm going to follow you uh, right now. Yes, please do. And uh, on Twitter. Twitter at nineties galore. Raul, before you go, is there anything you want to uh, plug, man? It, 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 go ahead, man. Um, no, just support my boy. Uh, you know, um, I'm just a, uh, I'm just a, a, a dude that's a class clown that gets paid for it now. And um, if you guys want to follow me, uh, you can. It's uh, Rico Calendris, R I C O C O L I N D R E S. But really, all you're gonna see is like a. Uh, you know, inspirational quotes, um, me uh, talking in- ignorant stuff from the back of my VW bus and uh, pictures of my <laughs> kids. So if you're into that sort of thing, holler at your boy. Awesome, man. Th- yeah, we'll do that, man. And uh, once again, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a pleasure covering Keith Sweat and uh, having Raul take us on his journey of his you know, past experiences and professional life, it's, et cetera. Um, until next time, though, we will be back this week. Um, probably Wednesday because we have our one year anniversary special coming up. So we'll have that on tap, ladies and gentlemen. Again, for all of you in uh, uh, Germany, the UK, Australia, Peru, Mexico, wherever you're listening to us from, we thank you. We love you. Of course, here, all of you in the good old US of A. I am Andy Zaldivar signing off. Until next time, remember to take it easy.